This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Businesses, institutions, and local governments can apply for funding. Proposals should be oriented toward environmental sustainability efforts like resource conservation projects, recycling initiatives, or the reuse and repurposing of discarded materials. Grants may fund up to 70% of project costs with a max of $5,000. More info at nowdecatur.com. And for more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit that very same website. Once again, that's nowdecatur.com. On to New Hampshire. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's the next Republican contest next Tuesday. A great place. We won it last time, and uh, we won it both times, and uh, we love it. The people are great. Former President Trump, after getting a record 51% winning the Iowa caucuses. We're a nation in decline. We are going to turn it around so fast. The former president also got an endorsement from Vivek Ramaswamy, who finished fourth and dropped out. We did not achieve the surprise that we wanted to deliver tonight. Ron DeSantis finished second in Iowa, getting 21%. In spite of all of that that they threw at us, everyone against us. But Nikki Haley, who finished third, dismisses DeSantis, claiming it's a two-person Republican race. She just told Fox. Now we're in New Hampshire. You can look at the polls in New Hampshire. We're a stone's throw away from, from Donald Trump. Now she and Ron DeSantis will campaign in New Hampshire today. So will former President Trump, but first... He has just showed up in court again in New York, this time for the start of a second defamation trial involving author E. Jean Carroll. Carroll has already sued former President Trump and won over damages his denial of sexually assaulting her in a Manhattan department store dressing room in 1995 did to her reputation. Carroll was ordered to be paid $5 million after that trial last year. Fox's Grinnell Scott, she sued again when the former president called her a whack job on TV, continuing to deny her accusations. It is cold across America. Windchill warnings or advisories from Montana to Texas to Georgia to Pennsylvania. And Fox's Tanya J. Powers reports. Schools are closed in Chicago, Denver, and Dallas. Power outages are a concern across the country, with utility officials like Memphis Light, Gas, and Water President Doug McGowan saying increasing electricity demand may mean issuing an energy conservation alert. And on Wednesday morning, we think it might actually reach its record high for our area. America's listening to Fox News. New year, even a presidential election year, but we are still facing the same issues. You need to prepare for the worst. Protect your home, protect your family, and protect your investments. It's time to reach out to the Oxford Gold Group. They make it simple for you whether you are buying more gold, diversifying your 401k, or buying gold for the first time. Go to OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free and order the investment guide. Oxford Gold Group slash free. That's Oxford Gold Group slash free. Oxford Gold Group slash free. Progressive presents 10 things on a plumber's to-do list that are harder than getting a small business insurance quote. Waking up for 5 a.m. plumbing disasters, finding out why water is pouring from the ceiling while telling a customer to leave the room, replacing a pipe in a home from the 1800s, then dealing with invoices or your awkward apprentice or that really weird smell, and then there's breathing and eating and, of course, clogs. But the easiest thing on any small business owner's to-do list? Seeing if you could save on the business insurance that's right for you. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Coverage provided in service by affiliated and third-party insurers. Two Navy SEALs are missing. After being, they're being searched for off the coast of Somalia after a mission intercepting a shipment of weapons headed toward Iran back with the militants in Yemen who've been attacking ships and disrupting global trade in and around the Red Sea as Iran goes on the attack. Iran set off a series of missiles overnight, targeting what it says are threats to its sovereignty and security. The country's elite revolutionary guards claim one target was Israel's Mossad spy agency, namely a purported HQ in the Iraqi city of Erbil. Officials there say four civilians were killed. No American facilities were damaged, but it all came a little too close to the U.S. consulate for comfort. The State Department calling the strikes reckless and imprecise. No comment yet from Israel. Iran says it also targeted ISIS with strikes in Syria. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. A murder case that got a lot of national attention is back in court. Attorneys for former South Carolina lawyer Alec Murdoch are taking another step in trying to get his murder conviction for killing his wife and younger son thrown out and getting him a new trial. 
going before a new judge, retired state Supreme Court Justice Jean Toll, who takes over from Judge Clifton Newman. He agreed to step aside as the defense team cites alleged jury tampering by a county clerk. Toll will set ground rules for the retrial hearing at the end of the month. Murdoch was given a life sentence for the murders and another 27 years for a series of financial crimes. Lillian Wu, Fox News. Wall Street stocks could drop at the opening bell. Dow futures down more than 100 points. TV's best shows were honored last night on Fox. The Emmy goes to Mark Mylod. Succession. Succession won Best Drama and five other awards. The Bear also won six Emmys, including Best Comedy. In the NFL playoffs, Tampa Bay and Buffalo won to advance. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Illini fans, this year we celebrate the 100th anniversary of Memorial Stadium for the 2024 Fighting Illini football season. Season tickets for the 2024 football season are on sale now. And Illini fans who renew their season tickets by February 1st are eligible to win amazing prizes, memorabilia, and experiences. Secure your season tickets for homecoming, Dad's Day, and a special rededication of Memorial Stadium on October 19th against Michigan. Visit FightingIllini.com for more information. Hi, this is Dan Martini, letting you know about the first-class service you get with First Mid Insurance Group, providing Central Illinois insurance coverage for over 100 years. We specialize insurance for your business and represent A-rated insurance companies such as West Bend Insurance. We guarantee you superior service, building trust through expertise to help make your business secure. We assess your needs and offer you a variety of insurance products and services. Service, whether it is in response to an insurance claim or just a general question, is the most important value we can offer you. Call us today at 217-877-3344, firstmidinsurance.com. Here's a look at your news channel 20 storm team forecast today. Mostly sunny and cold, high near 8. Wind chill values as low as negative 22. For tonight, clear with a low around 5. Wind chill values down as low as negative 12. For Wednesday, mostly sunny, high of 28. Wind chill values down around negative 10. Then Thursday, 40% chance of snow. Mostly cloudy and a high near 28. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, negative one degree. Your WSOI time is 8.06. Good morning and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Buyers and Company. Another big announcement from the Community Foundation. It's like every Tuesday. Hitting it out of the park. We'll tell you all about it. Got a lot to get to in our final hour. The company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. I'm not going to lie. This was the hardest morning of the year. I know the year's only a couple of weeks old, but the hardest morning of the winter. You know, you get up and at 5 a.m., there's like nothing going on in the world. And uh, I thought... Uh, perhaps because the weather had been the roads and all that had been pretty good o- over the weekend, and we got a little bit of that snow uh, last night. Not a ton, not drifting or anything like that, but it just uh, it kind of made the roads a mess this morning. That stuff freezes and it's crunchy and slidey. Be careful out there, especially you Catholics and Lutherans have to be in school today. Uh, everybody else is off. Full list is at nowdicator.com. Don't shoot the messenger. We just give you what we know, right? That's exactly right. All right. Uh, but be careful. There are some people, I think, that have a built-in thing with if you have an SUV or truck that somehow you are like a king of the road. And that's uh, not true, right? Uh, you know, SUVs, trucks are top-heavy. They slide just like everything else. I, I, I saw the guy today. I'm, I'm coming down 121, and he just blows by me and cuts in front of me. He's like, what are, what are, it's 5.30 in the morning. Where are you going? What's the hurry? All right, that's my old guy ran about driving in bad weather. Uh, every Tuesday, uh, Natalie or, or a member of the uh, Community Foundation joins us, and it feels like every Tuesday we're just announcing another new thing and another new thing and another great thing. Uh, and uh, I'm so excited we're going to get a chance to meet all of the speakers they have coming up for the big event. Uh, that's what she said, which is our ticket sales, by the way. They're going very well. Thank you. All right. People can go to org and buy their tickets there. Correct, or to the Lincoln. 
the other uh, website. Exactly. Uh, and that is, what is the date again? April 6th. Okay. Uh, I can't wait, and I'm looking forward to hearing all a little bit about We don't want to give it all away. A little bit of the stories of the people who are involved. All right. Let's start the conversation today, though, uh, and we welcome uh, as well. Uh, 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 it's so good to see you. I, I, you said uh, you've been in this new job for a year, Julia. Is that right? Yeah. I celebrated a year at the beginning of this year. All right. Julia Rountree Livingston is with us here today. And, and what is that that now year-old job? Yeah, so I'm the DEI manager with the Illinois Supreme Court Commission on Professionalism. So we are an entity that really encourage and encourages and aspires lawyers across the state of Illinois. Okay, uh, and so... That, that, is that sort of like day one? Is that like, I mean, Supreme Court, it's kind of like daunting a little bit, right? I mean, it's great. You know, it's, it's a fantastic platform. You know, we have a lot of really fantastic individuals across the state that are practicing law. And my role specifically, specifically is really to hone in on that diversity, equity, and inclusion aspect. So the Illinois Supreme Court has mandated that that is a requirement for the attorneys to attend, um, a couple of trainings a year. In DEI. Okay. So, uh, two naysayers, two people out there, and we're in, a, in an election year, which is, you know, as you know, you know, all that stuff, uh, happens and people just use things as weapons or whatever. Uh, you know, what, what's, what, what do people misunderstand or, or why is, you know, some of this become sort of political rhetoric in and around DEI versus what you live every day? Yeah, I mean, I think the most un, un, misunderstood part is that, you know, by requiring it, we're making them do something that is bad. And, and that's absolutely false. You know, we're giving people an opportunity to hear about different lived experiences, different perceptions, really to hone in on your own, you know, implicit biases and, um, really figure out how to work and do your job within knowing that information. They're just things that people don't think about day to day. And I'm coming in and bringing that to light. All right. And so what does that look like? on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, so um, we offer trainings. Um, these are free to attorneys across the state. This is what they're paying in with their attorney fees. Okay. So I go and present at different uh, bar associations, different law schools, um, different firms, and so they invite me to come in. I have these conversations. Um, sometimes if it's at a law firm, you know, they might have questions about a, a new DEI committee that they're starting, and, you know, how can we do this best, you know, and make sure that we're having the impact that we want. Um, you know, and, and then it filters back to all of those offices because the attorneys are going back. Uh, they're sharing some of these instances. I'm not coming in in an hour and thinking that I'm changing everybody's mind. But the thought is that you leave with something that makes you think. Okay. So what does your day-to-day, you, you know, experience yeah. uh, add up to when you look at sort of the, the, the political, you know, arguing and all the stuff being thrown around and buzzwords and code words and all that? I mean, I'm assuming those are like two different worlds. They kind of are. I mean, these are much more individualized conversations. And yeah, but I mean, saying the reaction that you have day to day with people is not sort of what the political stuff is. It's not. It's not. It's one of enlightenment. I'm not. It's not rosy. I mean, I do come in, and there are attorneys that come in and are frustrated because it's a requirement. Yeah. Um, we have to be here. But again, the way I begin is to say, you do have to be here. But let's make sure you take something from it. Nobody likes to waste their time. Um, and there's always something that you can get from conversations. All right. So it's not the same hostility. No, I I, I think that yeah. if we just, I think it's that way in almost every area. Yeah. You have your day-to-day life where you go to meetings and you talk to people, and then you have all the stuff that's in the noise, and you go, it really doesn't add up to, like, my day-to-day life. Uh, so, Natalie, talk to me about this new partnership and, and what you guys are doing, because I think this is really cool. How did it all start? So we were invited to apply for a grant from the Lumpkin Family Foundation, okay. which is out of the Charleston Metu area and we were one of four community foundations selected in the state of Illinois. So it's a matching grant so we were able to put up 50,000 with the help of Decatur Earth Mover Credit Union and our donors and we received 50,000 in match and it is a community led advisory council that will be telling stories. The campaign is called Untold Stories and we asked Julia to chair that for us. And so it's a year-long engagement with the community, giving opportunities to tell stories, to have people come together, to create exhibits, to create artwork, to create platforms where people feel heard. And so I couldn't think of anyone better than Julia to lead it, given her work here in the community and now statewide. And so we're kicking it off today, and we're very excited. All right. So what was your thought process when Natalie approached you? You can't say no to her. 
I love working with Natalie. I mean, I think she does some really innovative things here in our community, and we should really feel fortunate about that. Um, but honestly, for me, uh, it's a little self-indulgent, too, because I'm ready to get back into my community that I love. Sure. And, um, and this seems like a really great way to make an impact in that way. All right. And you've got a committee put together? Yeah, we do. Uh, so Natalie um, has helped put together this committee, and we've got Shalit Hansborough, Mark Sorensen, who is a Illinois historian. That's a wonderful opportunity. Um, Pastor Matt Samuels, Steve Groney, who's on the um, Community Foundation Board, Stacey Young, um, my, myself, and then also Benny Smith, and Correct. in addition to Natalie, of course, as well. All right. So what will that committee then be doing over the next 12 months? So we're going to meet and discuss some very innovative ways to get these stories told. You know, I think it's twofold. It's not just about allowing people from black and brown communities to, um, in a trustworthy space, share. But I think it's also about getting valuable information to people who haven't had access to these stories in the past, too. Isn't that really sort of the key to everything? I mean, I I feel like you can do that individually, and we we probably do it better individually than we do collectively. Uh, But the the power and importance to just be known and heard and and have your story there. Right. And and you can do it individually. But in my experience, it's it's a lot more scary to do it individually. And it takes practice and a lot of thought. And so we're sort of meeting people a little further along the way. And we're saying, we're going to do a lot of this work for you. You just have to sit and listen. And then once they start to absorb some of these conversations, I feel confident that they'll take that knowledge and want to learn more. And that's where the domino effect of more individual conversations will come in. Okay. So you, 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 I assume if you look at the spectrum of a community, right, uh, you, you know, everybody that's in it, uh, there are stories that are not known, uh, stories that haven't been told or have been told in individual groups, but maybe not to larger groups. I don't know what people's, I, I don't understand uh, fear of that. I I mean, what do you have to fear about learning from either the past or stories that you don't know or uh, different perspectives that maybe you don't know? I I, I mean, it's one of my favorite things in the world is to travel and, and meet people and learn their stories and their history and their culture. I just find it I can't imagine living life without that you know, curiosity. Mm-hmm. What keeps people from feeling that way or seeing it as like some sort of thing it's not? But what is wrong with learning about people? I think at the base level, it's something as basic as I'm afraid to engage and open that conversation. Are they going to think I'm genuinely doing this or are they going to think that I have okay. false perceptions? Fair so enough. I think that's a very basic level. But, you know, if we want to take a different road, we could also say, People are afraid that they might, uh, if they gather that information, it might dispel some of the myths that they think are true already. And that also can be a very scary experience to engage into. All right. So what, what the ultimate goal here is, to- is education yeah. and bringing people together and yeah. that and that history, as people know it, their history is able to be shared. I think we see that, you know, like look right now, the movies um, Killers of the Flower Moon, that that brought up history and retelling history, right? What was Hoover like? What was the FBI like? What were people treated that were indigenous in their lands? And they lived that history, but what we might learn in our own history books is very different. And so I think things rise and then they go back down. And we're trying to just make a platform for people um, particularly those that live here that, that had connections with people, with artists here, with authors, with judges to have a chance to say, this is my relative and this is what they did. And this is why they loved living here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, th- this sounds, uh, very exciting. And, and, and how are you reaching out to people? How can they reach out to you? How are you finding these stories? I think we'll begin with our committee, and I think we've got a lot. We were very strategic in how we added people to the committee to ensure that we were touching on lots of different sets of people in the community because I think that's important, you know, not only dealing um, generationally because, again, like we talked about off air, that's extremely important, um, but, you know, different subsets, you know, whether it's uh, the religious spectrum or whether it's um, extracurricular sports spectrum, whatever that looks like, journalism even, you know, sure. um, 
these are lots of different ways that I think we can introduce new ideas. And so we'll be doing that, but I'm sure we'll also do, you know, we sort of a call open. to the public yes. as well. Yeah, I don't, really... of it will be discretionary. It will be, I, I think right now we're looking at 30,000 of it to be an open call for grants and the committee will work with people. But it will evolve. It will evolve. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you said, you mentioned Decatur Earth Movement Credit Union yes. was involved. Yes, they are a partner on this project, also very involved in DEI work in our community, a great leader. And so we're very excited. And Shalith is on their board representing the credit union gotcha. as well. All right. And then the Lumpkin Family Foundation. Out of Charleston, Mattoon area. Okay. They've been a partner with our foundation. Uh, well, I think last week, Missy and Rachel were scheduled to come on and, and it didn't work out. Uh, but they were going to talk about microgrants and they've been our partner in getting training for people. So very committed and invested in people. All right. Great stuff. Um, when you, what you're doing, uh, you know, so far, uh, in, in your short tenure, you know, at the community foundation, uh, I'm sure you get some resistance, uh, uh, you, you know, because you're, you're just doing things in, in a different way, a much more inclusive way. And people, I mean, I, I talk to people, not with you in the conversation, but all the time in the community that are enamored with how open the foundation feels and how it, it feels accessible to so many more people now today. Um, this isn't the easy route though. It's the right route. No, and, I know that, but that's, and it's I, I just wanted to, of all of us. I, I just wanted to say that because I know it's not without grief. Like okay. anything that's I, the right it, thing it, to it do. It brings me great joy to see people come together and, and that's what I'm here to do in my time. And like I said, we, in the next six weeks, we're going to announce so many new projects and, and it's just a blessing. We've been working on things for all five years I've been here and they're all coming at once, which is a little <laughs> bit overwhelming that they're all getting ready to hit. And I'm thinking, whoo, but um, we're going to get through it. And I can't think of anything better than giving people an opportunity. All right. Julia, uh, Natalie, either one, uh, if people, you know, their interest is sparked or they've got one of these stories that needs to be told. Uh, I, I realize this is right at the beginning, but, but what's the best way to communicate about this particular thing? So as always, we announce here live, that's our thing. Uh, it will go out as a press release today and it will have its own webpage, which I'll be putting up today and a rotator on our website. So if they visit makingcountygives.org or our Facebook page, they can get exposure to it and find out how to submit ideas. Okay, so and then a- as we get a little more hip working with you, yeah. We'll be on some other platforms. Well, no, no, but, but I'm saying if they want direct communication, like they yes, just know. Yes, they can reach out to Julie yeah. or I, and we'll have information on that. And I really want to, it is very important that this is committee-driven, so Julia's access will be up there, and I want people to have a direct line to the committee, and really I'm there just as a support on this one. All right, fantastic. Uh, well, it's good to see you. Have you been to the new studios? I don't actually think that I have. Right, it's really go. fantastic in here. So uh, different. All right. So uh, the Supreme Court, uh, you, you know, that sounds so, I mean, are, are they just down-to-earth people? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have really a local resident. Yes. Yeah, really down-to-earth. And, you know, the job is actually in Chicago. Yeah. Um, and so I'm up there six days a month. And But I get the chance to attend, oper- you know, to attend different events all across the state. And um, I'm at a, an event Thursday night in Chicago. And just a great chance to just... Just, you know, network with a whole new group of people and um, really fantastic people working for justice right here in our state. All right. Is Erica still? She is. She's our executive director. Well, tell her I said hello. I will. Uh, we we uh, always enjoyed our time with her and, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, such a great uh, uh, like servant uh, to Illinois. Yeah. Amazing lady. Uh, all right. I'm super stoked about this. This is fun. And uh, I just encourage people, you know, even if you, you think – this isn't for you. I, trust me, uh, leaning into learning is always a great experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hearing people's stories, even if it's uncomfortable for you, you're always going to be better off knowing more than what you know right now. Absolutely. And I think see this as an opportunity to have access. You know, I told Natalie, I've, a, I've had the wonderful opportunity to have my dad who's 80. There you go. And have my grandmother who only passed away a few years ago at 96. And the stories that my kids are able to have firsthand, I want other people to be able to have access to that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the way we should think of it. No doubt. Great stuff, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a great day. We're going to take a break. Here's Nick Smith with your three-day forecast. Back with more right after this. Today, it's going to be mostly sunny and cold. High of 8, wind chill values as low as negative 22. Tonight, clear with a low of 5, wind chill values as low as negative 12. 
For Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high of 28, wind chill values down around negative 10. And Thursday, a chance of snow, mostly cloudy and a high near 28. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, negative 1. Your WSOY time is 823. Hi, this is Stacy Young, Commissioner of Decatur Park Board, and I look forward to sharing my story with you at That's What She Said, Macon County. Since 2013, That's What She Said has served as a platform for everyday women to share their extraordinary stories. And now, the Community Foundation of Macon County is proud to announce That's What She Said is launching in our community, presented by Hickory Point Bank and Trust at the Lincoln Square Theater, Saturday, April 6th. Join us for this live, one-night-only performance featuring 10 women from our community sharing personal stories of life's triumphs and trials. These relatable stories of everyday women will make you laugh out loud, some will make you ugly cry, and everything in between. So get your tickets now and make a night of it. You will leave feeling uplifted, inspired, and proud of the women in your life. That's what she said Macon County will premiere Saturday, April 6th at 6 p.m. at the Lincoln Square Theater. See who will be joining me on stage and get your tickets now by visiting lincolnsquaretheater.com. At Brinkhotter Realtors, we understand that no two clients are the same and neither are their goals. We believe in getting to know you, your needs, your preferences, and your lifestyle. Why? Because you deserve more than a home. You deserve a place where memories are made, relationships are cherished, and comfort is found. From the moment you step into our world, your dreams become our purpose and your goals our mission. Discover the difference at Brinkhotter Realtors. Visit us online or call to connect with one of our agents today. At Busey Wealth Management, we're proud to partner with individuals, families, and foundations, ensuring possibilities become achievements. From preserving and enhancing your assets to securing your legacy for future generations, we're focused on your success. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. What's the playlist today, just out of curiosity? It's a weird one called Family Glue. And the idea is that these are the songs that have kind of just been there from generation to generation. That's interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't think of Beast of Burden being one of those songs, but uh, I like it. Yeah. All right. Man, do we have a lot to get to. This happens when you leave on a Friday and you get a three-day weekend. Yeah. The stuff just piles up. That's right. That's what Mark uh, told me, you know, as he called in. He's like, man, I hate doing this after three days because there's so in a play, NFL playoff weekend. Oh. Yeah, just so much to do. No doubt about it. Uh, I think the winners of the weekend were the Buffalo Bills fans. Yeah. Not only did they come out and, and shovel the stadium out of, I mean, that game got canceled. I mean, literally moved to the, the following day. Yeah. But we don't want a dome. And they made the absolute best of it. Mm-hmm. Every time there was a touchdown or any big play, all you could see what looked like mini pyrotechnics. It was just people throwing snow in Snow the confetti, yeah. And you see it across the entire stadium. Mm-hmm. They must have just, I don't know how much snow was in there. Yeah, oh, tons. I saw it before. There's, you get all the aisles, you get all the stairs, but up under those, around those poles of the seats and stuff like that, you can't get it all. No, not even close. Mm-hmm. So they had to be, uh, the, to me, the winners of the weekend. And their team played really well. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay just destroyed, just destroyed the Dallas Cowboys. When Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith turn on you. Oh, man. Right? Right. I mean, Michael Irvin is a home. Michael Irvin said all of their blank, blank should be gone. I mean, he called for just Everybody. a calling. Everybody. <laughs> not firing the GM, though. Uh, probably not. Well, he owns the team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So you only, I mean, I saw somebody's reaction was like, you, you know, uh, forget Monday or Tuesday. Uh, his, he was probably on the phone with Bill Belichick at halftime. Now interviewing with the Falcons, we'll see what happens there. 
Uh, all right. So big, big weekend, uh, with football. I thought it was all, uh, all great. And I think now I am choosing, uh, Green Bay and Buffalo to root for the rest of the way. Oh, that'd be fun. You're getting rid of Detroit. No, I will also root for Detroit. Okay. Uh, who did they play this coming weekend? Oh, who's the lowest seed left? Because um, the playoffs in the NFL aren't like a hard tournament. They go with the lowest number after right. the wild card. So, um, I mean, you know, clearly the Chiefs and the the, the Bills will be the biggest game of the weekend, how right? How fun is that going to be? Allen and, and Mahomes again. Packers will play the 49ers. The Ravens will play the Texans. The Lions will take on the Buccaneers. That's an easy one to root for. Yeah. Uh, and the Bills and the Chiefs. It's good matchups. I think so, right? Yep. Uh, and, and I like that you really don't have, uh, I mean, San Francisco, clearly, Detroit, but there's not a gigantic market here. Uh, no, no. Um, it, it is not the, you're not seeing the Jets or the Houston. Giants. Yeah, Houston is the number two market, but they're not the number two team. No, in I, I don't know. You know, they, they got a great quarterback and a great story. I just don't know how. Yeah. You, you know, they're not a national team. They've been a bad team. Now they're no, but I'm saying, year. but like the Cowboys, mm-hmm. they're, they're not a That's national right. brand. The Texans, the Packers are the biggest national uh, Packers and the chiefs are the two national brands left. Yeah. I'd, I would say that's probably right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 49ers have oh, yeah. all the history, with, legacy you know, brand. Joe Montana. I mean, There's generational, right? Yeah. That's three of them. Yeah. Uh, 49ers Packers, though, I'm telling you, uh, 49ers off a week, kind of come in. I, Green Bay's scary. I know they're. It's a, man, it's, this time of year is a lot of fun for football. And I don't know why this year. I'm just more into it. Maybe it's the storylines. I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad. Like, I think it's hard knocks. I, and I think here's a direct correlation to the, the, non-sports, like not actually playing sports, mm-hmm. the reason Netflix is doing so well in this stuff is that it gives you context and interesting stories starting in the middle of the season that now all of a sudden when they're in and they got knocked out this weekend, you've got a vested interest to sort of find out what's going on You know the line- and why it's so good for the sport. That's right. The lineage of that is pretty easy to trace back. There was a, a segment on SportsCenter on ESPN called Outside the Lines. Yeah. And then you saw uh, 30 for 30 mm-hmm. that told the stories. And then you've seen now. And- but but here's the difference, though, I think. And I, I agree with you on the origin, but I have, to, I have to go to the sports channel to find the sports at the beginning, right? Now I get it in a, on a popular platform yes. that I might be there to watch Friends, but I see right. uh, Breakpoint Season 2. That's exactly right. And... And, you know, finding those stories, like, that's why a, a person like Michael Strahan can be Good Morning America yeah. after, after being one of the most violent football players of all time right. and tell those stories that are just sports adjacent enough that people come in. Yeah. So point uh, break uh, or break point. Break point. Uh, season two just landed on Netflix. And it starts at last year's Australian Open. Which is now, right now, going on this year's Australia. Oh, okay. Open, right? So there's now yeah. a direct correlation to sort of, oh, this is, maybe I'll check out mm-hmm. what's live now. Because they had the curse. That's what the first episode is called, by the way. And I remember you and I talking about this just briefly at the time when all of the people who were featured in the Netflix series last year got knocked out of the Australian Open, like right. all kinds of fluky ways. Right. Yep. And we love a good curse story. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Madden. Right? Oh, yeah. So it's really, really good. Really good. So you can check that out, and maybe it translates into eyeballs on the actual Australian Open. Where are they now? After the curse. Right. After getting knocked out so early. Redemption story or, you know, I for me, I know that we were being silly about Taylor Swift earlier, but... The sheer volume of people that are getting excited about the sport, that are tuning in, that are learning the game, that now have a team or a rooting interest. I enjoy that. I think I, it's great. I, I don't know how much of that sticks. I, I mean, as far as sure. long term, who knows uh, with any of this stuff. Uh, but that's something you can't count on. What you can count on is doing compelling documentaries that are snack bite size compared to watching an entire football sure. game or whatever sport it might be. Tennis match, mm-hmm. uh, a, a golf, you know, four rounds of, of golf. Right. 
and you might get interested because you get to know these people as people. And see, it was kind of like the conversation we were just having. Mm-hmm. They're a helmet on a field. That's right. But when you watch quarterback and and when you're done with that series and you really like everybody that was involved in different ways and they all have different personalities, but they come across to you as just human beings. Right. That's why Welcome to Wrexham works. Accessibility. Yeah. I, lo- I love it. I love the on-ramping for people. That's that's the only reason I brought her and up. It's so, no, and, and I agree, but I'm just saying that's not something you can count on. It's also maybe not something that's long-lived. It's also maybe something you, know, you just don't know. Right. And it, when she goes, I doubt a lot of people are staying with Kansas City. Right, or what if Travis gets, they stay together and he gets traded? Uh, then she moves right over to the next team and so does all of her audience. It would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Cardinal Caravan was in town yesterday. You can check out the pictures on our Facebook page. Thanks to uh, Isaiah and Hassan for uh, heading out there and uh, doing that. Uh, looked like a lot of people having a uh, a great time, a lot of fun. Now, the Peacock, uh, 23 million views for that Chiefs game. It's huge. For Peacock, it's gigantic. Oh, yeah. It's proof of concept. It is. Um, we talk Bad about- news for all the people who didn't like it. Yeah. Oh, well. But that's not going to change anything. If you were, look, so think about the perspective. If you bought that or signed up for that service just for the game. Yep. And then while you're in the app, you see teaser for the Olympics, a show you like, this live TV, you know, XYZ. There are going to be a percentage of those people that go, wow, I never knew about this. Now I use it. There are going to be some that don't turn it back on until the next time. Yes, there'll be a lot. But there are going to be several people that are now at least acclimated with their product. They got to see it. Yeah. For sure. Now, we'll see what that means, you know, for long term. And is one game enough? Probably not. But this isn't going to be the last game. No, but a lot of people subscribe for an entire year. So that's, I mean, they off, they ran a deal to, for people to do that. And a lot of people took advantage of it. All right. Now let's go to a sporting event that didn't get as much attention but should have, about what not to do. Uh Uh-oh. Because I think the NFL generally wins, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And the Chicago Bulls ring of honor thing was... I almost went to that. Huh? I I was contemplating going to that. Okay. This is exactly how you don't do something. When every headline was, the Bulls' ugly ring of honor night was a self-inflicted disaster. Mm -hmm. That was according to SBNation.com. First and foremost, you you, you know, are you really doing this? You you know, what is the purpose of this ring of honor? It's not unique. Uh, Most No, but but why now? Probably. Because your team's not very good. Yeah, they need to, they need a boost. They need to solidify some, some history to propel them into the next generation. Uh, Okay. And also I think there's some mended, quasi mended fences and they probably also for being honest are in the tail the wake of that documentary that brought eyeballs to classic bulls okay maybe a little tardy but i think that was okay. probably the but the if you don't there. have anybody there yeah i mean don't you get the agreement from the players you're honoring before mm-hmm. you why because there are some players that just do not come okay. and this is not new or anything like that Happens all the time. Uh, I, I I do not agree with the fact that a team that had Michael Jordan or had Magic Johnson or had Larry Bird do something without knowing Magic or Larry or Michael Jordan's going to be there. Oh, Mike, if I'm the Bulls, I need to make sure Michael's coming. Michael wasn't there. I know. That's- Scotty wasn't there. And you, it's okay if Scotty's not there, I think, you, you know, if Michael's there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the reason I didn't go. I felt like they weren't, it wasn't going to be as advertised. I felt like I'd just be looking at their banner or their graphic or whatever it, it was. It was ridiculous. They All they did was make Jerry Krause's widow cry. Yeah. How embarrassing is that for an organization that at one time was top of the world? Oh, yeah. You don't have you, to tell me. You do this thing, uh, literally, you're going to have a night. And that night is going to be whatever. Dennis Rodman couldn't travel because of the weather. Okay, there's nothing you can do about the weather when you plan right. the date. Other than January is maybe not the best time to do it. 
right? They're playing the the Warriors, so I mean, in the NBA's in full swing. I mean, it it is what it is. No, but man. I'm saying you could have done it in March. Yeah. Nobody said the Ring of Honor's mm-hmm. got to be in January, right? So. I'm watching some of this stuff, and by the way, not watching it like if the game was even televised. I mean, I'm watching like just online Mm -hmm. video clips. And so you do a ring of honor for the Chicago Bulls, and you start out by going, well, Dennis Rodman's not here, Scottie Pippen's not here, and oh, by the way, Michael Jordan isn't either. Yeah. How do you even have an event? I mean, there were other people that were being honored, some of which have passed. Okay. Jerry Krause passed. He wasn't honored. He was booed so bad that his wife broke down in tears on the floor. Yeah. Doesn't mean he doesn't belong in the ring of I'm honor. Not suge- I'm saying this whole thing was a disaster. So what do you do? You don't do this. You don't have it unless you know at least Michael Jordan is coming. How do you have a ring of honor for the greatest personnel in Chicago Bulls history without Michael Jordan there without Scotty Pippen there without Dennis Rodman there without any is Phil there I don't think so they part of the reason why it was when it was is Steve Kerr was coaching on the other side okay if Steve Kerr's your draw on Ring of Honor night at the Chicago Bulls he's not but I'm assuming well I'm not assuming do you think that maybe they had a tentative agreement that Michael would would come no what if he says, I'll never come? What if he straight up says, I'm not going to do this? Yeah. What do you, I mean, do you, then you don't do it. I, I seriously think you get a lot better PR by not doing it than what you did Friday night. I, th- I think it's something that they want to continually add to because it's a big draw when you're, when if, um, the next, re- the next class, when you, not even a class, when you add another player. They retire and you go, oh, cool. We brought him back and they put their jersey in the ring of honor or whatever it is. That's a big draw for people. I've been to a lot of those. All right. But they botched the, the, the setup. Now the setup's done. Now they can add to it and reap the benefits moving forward. But they botched the setup. Like I said, I almost, I almost went, but I felt they'd botch it. Um, when, when the highlight, when the news, when the headlines of your night of honoring maybe one of the greatest NBA franchises of, of the their greatest. era, you, you know, by far, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the GOAT, you, you know, by all accounts. I mean, you can argue LeBron James, but mm-hmm. there's no way Michael Jordan is not in that conversation. Correct. And the only thing you do is make Jerry Krause's widow cry. You have botched your night. Right. I, I, you're, there's no arguing against that. There's no pushback or anything, but I don't know what they do different. They had, they wanted to get it done. The only thing they could have done is it be privately and take the hits for not sharing it with other people. They could have. They you you make the arrangements however you have to make them, right? You you make sure maybe Michael comes and Scotty doesn't. You're okay with that. What if Michael never comes? I don't know that Michael Jordan wouldn't do. The he didn't. He wasn't there this time. So what I'm saying because is, he didn't want to stand out there with Scotty Pippen. Right. But but my point is. If if the ninety six team, the seventy two and ten team, is to be honored, those two guys were side by side. And if they can't get along, then that doesn't diminish. No. I mean, I'm, I, I don't. I, I'm I'm telling you, you, you can't sell something that doesn't exist. And, and this is what they tried to do. Like no, it exists. I'm talking about you can't give. A, 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 an event that doesn't exist and make it an event. They had an event. That the takeaway was Jerry Krause's widow crying. It was a bad event. It was an event that didn't go probably as certainly not as planned. Nobody would have planned to have her cry. Fans were going what to. What did be- you think they were going to do when you invite her to sit out there? Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? Right. I, I mean, you're absolutely right. But he deserved to be honored. But does that mean you sit her out there in the lights knowing what's going to happen? It's just stupid. He could have been honored without her having to take all that. Well, she was going to, if she was in the building or watching it on TV. Doesn't matter. You're not on camera until you're sitting on your couch going, man, that really hurts. Is not the same thing as having the cameras so on. So you're saying publicly crying, not actually crying. Meaning like, what I mean is, if she's crying on her couch, you don't care. I, it, I, it's not that I don't care. You're not making her go through that humiliation of a nationally televised event. 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty humiliating, but I think you're right. It's it's exponentially worse to do it right there on the court. I, I, it would be really I'd feel bad for her sitting on her couch. Yeah. But sitting on her couch, she doesn't have to do that publicly. So every step of the way, the people that shouldn't have been there were there. The people that were supposed to be there weren't. It was a disaster. What if they did something like this where they brought like Steve Kerr and like somebody that they could get and to accept this on behalf? But here's the problem. Then if you get 11 want to be part of it and the two that aren't there are the top, then you're back where you started. Then you just don't do it. You can have a ring of honor without having trying to make this big event that was a non-event because you couldn't manage to yeah. get the people there that were supposed to be there. And I understand it's not easy, right? Yeah. But maybe if you know Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan hate each other and are not going to be on the same floor together, then why do it? You know, that's why I thought about buying the tickets on the front was that maybe, maybe I'd see them both one more time. Yeah. One more again right there. And then I, I went away from it because I felt like there's really no chance. I'm going to drive up there and I'm going to see Cliff Levingston. If you were disappointed that Massey didn't show up, yeah. this is not the event for you. Yeah. Oh, and because that's my pinnacle of sporting. Yeah, that would be like, listen, Bill Cartwright. <laughs> I love Bill. But I and Jerry Krause's widow. Yeah. Crying. Because the people in Chicago are so mean. You know, everybody identifies me as a Falcons fan, like I and I love it and I'm crazy about it. There is not they don't even come close to my passion for the nineties era bowls. And and it's like uh the fact that that's what the remnants are is just kicking the teeth every now and again. It was just bad planning all the way around. And I don't even know a good plan to do it. I don't even know how to do it. I don't. I don't think you can do it. You maybe one at a time. Nope. You just do it without them. Yeah. Because you know what you get. Not all this. I mean, this is your headline in America. And you just ta da, and and maybe you have a fanfare. You show video clips yeah, 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 and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it together, some package, just and leave the people. Let the out. fans be. But you don't bring the widow up there to like break down in tears. I mean, that is just stupid. Yeah. And maybe you could figure out ways throughout the year to celebrate them. And, and you bring can't Steve celebrate the whatever. greatest team in the history of the NBA without having the greatest player in right. the history of the NBA right. there. And if it's push comes to shove, you have Scottie Pippen not invited. That's right. I I think probably they should have just done the event. None of the, none of the guests, maybe one token person, and then throughout the year, hey, Bill Cartwright, one of our <laughs> ring, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like in a random and then game. a random game. And then if you get Michael one time, you blow, you roll out the red carpet. Yeah. And if not, then it's just and you make sure there's no Scottie Pippen. Yeah, because now moving forward, it's easy. Yep. It's, it's easy it now. It was a disaster yeah. all the way around. Let's take a break. When we get back, a lot to get to, including a couple of new television shows I want to tell you about that uh, you need to be watching, in addition to Breakpoint, which is season two is now uh, dropped on uh, Netflix. And an experience I had. Where were you in 1991? How old were you? I was 12, and I was watching the first of the Chicago Bulls championships. I opened a box of F1 cards from 1991 over them. Whoa. Factory sealed. Oh, that's cool. I remember my baseball cards of 91. I remember all my sports cards. I'll tell you about it on the other oh, side of the break. Cool. Stay tuned. Big things are happening at Southside Country Club. Southside Country Club has been a community gem for nearly 120 years. The People's Club, well known for its beautiful golf course open year-round, but also a hot spot for all, ranging from family fun at the pool to a sparkling night at the restaurant, bar, or one of the club's dozens of annual events. But now, the Southside Golf Course is turning 100, and now you can get in on the party. That is, if you can handle a good Southside party. For the next 100 days, 100 new members celebrate with a 100-year special. Become a full-time member today for a $100 initiation fee and for 2024 membership dues are only $100 a month that's 100 years $100 initiation $100 a month for 2024 but only for the next 100 new members in the next 100 days for more information on how to join this incredibly supportive community atmosphere call 423-7789 or stop by and see us or visit southsidecountryclub.com for more information special does include a two-year contract a year of celebrating 100 at southside country club where nobody does it like us 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code PASS for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code PASS. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code PASS for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code PASS. Retired or retiring soon, how much money do you need to live comfortably? Retirement Planners of America is here for you. Would you like to have financial peace of mind? Here's how. Step one, find out the amount of money you'll need to retire. Step two, have a plan to get there. Step three, make sure that plan can take advantage of market gains but protect you from market losses. Discover how to do all three with a free consultation at 800-508-6108. That's 800-508-6108. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. So when I got the box that I had ordered of the 1991 F1 Pro Tracks Vroom uh, that was still factory sealed, uh, I thought, man, will there be bubble gum in this? And has there been bubble gum in this for... 40 years? Uh, they've brought it back like as a token kind of thing. No, I meant the 90s this box was from 91. Yeah. There uh, was. There was not? No. Were they wax packs? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. So, well, I mean, it was a like a factory sealed box. Mm-hmm. I think it had 24 packs in it. Mm-hmm. I know you, you got a lot more bang for your buck back then than you do today. Oh, yeah. And the reason that I ordered this is because, like, we're in between things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I thought, why not go back and try to get like Senna's rookie card and, uh, Mika Hockenen and some of the old grades. Martin Brundle. Oh yeah. As a very young, good looking man. Not annoying. In I movie. like Martin. I know he hates that role. He, he, he hates it. Yeah. He, he said one time he got turned on for an interview and he said, that's okay. I've been thrown out of nicer joints than this. Yeah, I like, but I it's, it's, it's like amazing him. to see him as a, you know, at, right. at the Serious time. Guy. Like, yeah. So I'm opening these packs and I'm thinking, my God, I mean, 1991 seems so long ago. How is this thing still like, I mean, how does it exist as a manufactured yeah, just holding tight. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. And then I looked at the photography, and then I, I they had like a, what's funny is it's it's like a two hundred card set, I think two hundred something like that, you know, you know, mm-hmm. to complete the whole set. And the 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 they have pictures of the engines that uh-huh. are just like a whole card. Nice of uh, these gas guzzling, like like it's so. I I, I mean I don't know. You know, if you go back to 1991 in the NFL, mm-hmm. it looks different, but they had helmets and they, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. F1 is not recognizable in that time. Right. Yeah. And it's like, here's the Ford. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. But it was interesting taking like that. Wow. Nostalgia going back to 1991. Were you happy with the break? Oh, yeah. Nice. I got one Senna. Out of the entire box, I mean the the profile mm-hmm. picture that's the good one. Yeah, yeah, one, one. good one. Dang, a twenty four pack. Did you get the whole set or close? Mm-hmm. Good. So now I'm like this obsession is now like getting just completely out of hand. I noticed they have the old school checklist card too. I love. They it. do have the checklist card. I love it. So Martin Brundle, uh, Ayrton Senna. Uh, Mika Hakkinen, and then Nelson Piquet. And why should that name matter to you today as an F1 fan? 
because he's basically the in-laws to, to Max Verstappen. His daughter yeah. is Max Verstappen's longtime girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> but it is crazy to open a box that's sealed that goes back in time to where he was a young man. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot of fun. All right. True Detective. Amazing. I'm I'm a little nervous about that show. Are they going to go supernatural? Uh-huh. If they go supernatural, I'm I'm mad at them. Why? Because be, only because Instead of going boring. Like no, season no, two and three. Meaning like I ha, it's very grounded series. Yeah, like everything's tangible. It, it it's kooky, but it's tangible. If if they, I feel it would be jumping the shark. If now there's you know ghosts or whatever, I I, I or werewolves or whatever they might be alluding to. I think that's jumping the shark. Okay, I don't know that that's what they're alluding I know. to. I think they're they alluding to, to the paranoia of what it's like to live in night country Alaska where it's dark all the time mm-hmm. and you have a lot of indigenous people's beliefs about mm-hmm. nature and all that. I think they're trying to put you into a thing that is a mindset. Right. And that's what and I'm 100% with that. If if it delivers that a person's doing this or people or something that's explainable. Lost did this to me. Okay, they, yeah, but I, I I don't think we're there. I know, I, but but they were very heavy-handed to make me feel that way, okay. probably by design. I think it's a, to put you into a paranoid mm-hmm. sort of state. Yep. That's my take on it. Yeah. Uh, I love Jodie Foster. I, I think that the energy's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the grittiness was there, the whole nine yards. Now, the boss of that show is calling out all the trolls on like rotten tomato, like that there's people. And I, and I hate to think this, but I, I have too much internet experience to know that it's not true, that there are people who just get mad when the girls are playing. For sure. And I do not understand that by any stretch of the imagination. It doesn't make sense to me, but that is an absolute quantifiable thing. Because the critics are giving it very high scores. Yeah, it was, it was well done. But period. there are trolls that are like just ripping it apart mm-hmm. on online for no other, I, at least I can tell, after only one episode, other than you don't think there's enough men in it. Fine, whatever. I I thought it was very, very well done. And my criticism or my Caution, my cautionary tale is just from. a stylistic thing, not that they failed at doing the thing they set up. To I do. get it. Okay, couple of other quick things. Uh, if you have AMC uh, or the AMC app, there is a series called Monsieur Spade with Clive Owen, hmm. uh, where he plays the fictional private detective Sam Spade as an older guy who's moved to France in the middle of. You think Perry Mason? Oh, this is like 1958 or 1959. But that style mm-hmm. of old school show about yeah. the private eye and, and all of the, it's really good. Interested in that. Love it. Like the first episode was like an hour and 30 minutes long. And right. it's like six episodes total. First episode is out. Clive Owen, I miss him. He is a really good actor. Yeah, very good. Love him. It's a grown up. You're not going to get sort of like, you know, the Marvel action pace or any of that. This is about plot and characters. Really well done. Awesome. And I had not even heard of it, but I was in AMC for something else. And then this thing popped up and said, hey, take a look at me. Yeah, very cool. That other one you told me on Apple Plus is great. Loved it. Yeah. The crime. Uh, uh, criminal record. Criminal record. That's awful good. And then here's one coming that's not here yet. Parish. P-A-R-I-S-H, based on a British series with Giancarlo Esposito coming to AMC that looks unbelievable. Yeah, don't tell me the name. Just tell me Giancarlo Esposito. I, I, okay, there you go. That's He's got a new show. It, right? <laughs> He's there. The guy's awesome. I'm just saying the preview right. because I was cool. watching Monsieur Spade. It yeah. was like, oh, man, when does that come? Okay, nice. Uh, all right, that's some good stuff. So you got some stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And Reacher, by the way. Uh, one episode left to watch, uh, uh, I gotta wait a whole week to watch Hell Get Unleashed, uh, in the final episode. He had the most cringy, and I don't mean cringy like bad, I mean like make you cringe, like, uh, catheter torture scene in this oh, last episode. Oh. <sighs> ouch. Uh, beyond ouch. <laughs> Sounds like James Bond. With, I've got an itch, can you? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. That guy's so good in that role. And so believable in that role. People are buying that collectively. They love him in that role. Absolutely. One episode left. Uh, And you're only one episode in. 
uh, to Monsieur uh, Spade uh, playing the detective in France. Fish out of water story, really, really, really good. Uh, all right, that's it for us uh, coming up here at the end of the show. If you missed the Cardinal Caravan, check out the pictures on our Facebook page. You can also uh, keep posted to us for any of the uh, school closings. I don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. I mean, we're not getting any warmer. No, just cold. Yeah. Full list on com. All right, that's it for us. If you missed in the show today, podcast driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group. You can get those anywhere you get your podcast. But the easiest place of all, just go to nowdecatur.com. Drive a little slower, be safe out there, and we will see you bright and early, 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Have a great day. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. The last day of open enrollment for the ACA health insurance marketplaces today. The enrollment deadline was extended an additional day due to the MLK holiday. According to federal CMS enrollment data, over 378,000 Illinoisans have selected a ACA marketplace plans since the start of open enrollment on November 1st. Consumers who enroll by midnight tonight can get coverage that begins on February 1st. For links to sign up, go to nowdecatur.com. Millican School of Nursing has announced a new Doctor of Nursing Practice and Leadership Program beginning this month. This program allows RNs with a master's degree in nursing to earn a Doctor of Nursing Practice. The DNP is a- You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.